And they and they say they're like just a heads up. Uh, some of this video may be graphic. It's like it's a video of a guy murdering another guy. <laughs> it's Dude. a fucking murder. Brunch, hit it, boys. A little inside the brunch studio, uh, we have a new pre-show ritual that we just did. What is that? We Looking get up YouTube videos. We get hype for the show by watching Steve the video of Stephen A. Smith uh, saying that Lamar Odom was on crack. If you haven't seen it, it is one of the best YouTube videos that probably exists on YouTube. Yes, it resurfaced uh, a couple weeks ago because it was the one-year anniversary of him doing it. So. Uh, I watched it probably like 200 times on Twitter that day, and uh, I don't know why. Oh, because oh, we'll talk about it in a second, because Stephen A. Smith is in the news again. So we looked that up, and there's a video where someone like edited Stephen A. Smith talking about how uh, Phil Jackson signed Lamar Odom, who was on crack, and it is golden. It has th- th- This video, which was edited, uh, has like 900 views. We're going to really? get it up to a bajillion. Let's Only 900? Let's see, I this guess, one. Yeah, 931. I guess that shouldn't be super surprising because um, the only video that I'd seen of of that clip, yeah. I think, is the Deadspin one where they just play it over and over and over again. And oh, they slow, it, slow down it down every time. Um, Who was on crack? But uh, this one should be the most famous one of that clip on the internet. Yes. Because it is so fucking funny. Uh, because it's like you, you mentioned to me, it has great editing. Yeah. Uh, they zoom in on Stephen A. Smith and then immediately after they zoom in on Max Kellerman, yes. who has the funniest face in the goddamn world. In they responding zoom to in that. on him and slow it down. So it's just like the most dramatic thing in the world. Honestly, I'm hungover. I, uh, worked today. I should be in a terrible mood and I am <laughs> giddy i am so happy right now just having watched this uh, a million times it's the funniest thing in the world but Stephen a is also in the news today because uh he said memes and guess who doesn't say memes right steven <laughs> all the way out here in la where i'm at right now everybody's talking oh my god just just, just, just do away with the nba you've got memes on twitter with Adam Silva, you've got Mimi's, 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 Mimi's. You've got Mimi's. <laughs> That's the best part about it. Like people have called the Mimi's. Uh, shout out to Bryce Harper. Really? Yeah. Uh, he did it last year Meme. or a couple years ago after he won uh, MVP. Yeah. He was on Sports Center. He was like Mimi's. And that's not funny, but yeah. Stephen A. Smith screaming, Mimi's! This is kind hilarious. of a lame question to ask, because I'm sure that people have asked it before and gotten the answer, but what is the word meme? No idea. Did that exist before memes existed? Meme? No, yeah, I, I don't think like so. Meme Did it, short it... for, like, internet meme? Like, were there once? Uh, no, because going viral was never a thing. Um, what What? Does even me let's uh, i'm gonna l- meme etymology mm-hmm. wow that comes up on autocomplete uh it's greek uh and it's that which is imitated um it's the word meme sure yeah. uh well uh merriam webster has it as definition of meme an idea comma behavior style or usage that spreads from person to person within a culture that makes sense. That's a perfect definition because if somebody asked me to define meme, I'd be like, you know, it when you see it, yeah, I, basically, yeah. yeah, I could not define. It is, uh, it is a uh, a behavior, yeah, and uh, an idea that spreads from person to person within a culture, and that culture is the internet. Uh, it says pronunciations, it. meme, and uh, mimes. Mimi. <laughs> what do you say? You've got mimes. <laughs> um, how's your big dick energy? Uh, fucking the same as it ever was. Cruising? Yeah. Yeah. I still got blonde hair. Yeah. Just hustling and bustling yep. with that blonde hair. That's, you've got some big dick hair energy. Does it look a little lighter? It does. I put some more sun in it when I went to the beach today. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't look lighter. It looks darker. Oh, really? Yeah. Your well, hair I is just growing you. at a, I thought, I, I don't know what light and dark means. <laughs> uh, it's growing at an alarming rate. Is it? Or yeah. am I just putting it up higher? 
Oh, I don't know. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I was told today? What? That I got, uh, hey, DJ, you look tan. Really? And I said, hey, cut the shit. <laughs> just say just say what up next time. Just say hello. Uh, was it because you went to the pool for the 4th of July? I was. I actually probably did get some color or whatever. I was in a pool for the 4th of July. Holy shit. I forgot about pools. Pools are unreal. You look like you were on a, were you on a, like a roof deck pool. Yes. It looked fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Um, that, oh, yeah. There was a shitload of people there. We, uh, so we did a thing. It was, uh, we were texting about what we were going to do 4th of July, blah, blah. And I said uh, in the group text, I said, I'm almost, or I said, I think I figured out my fourth fit. And mm-hmm. uh, one of my friends responded and said, damn, man, I, I, I haven't even come up with my second outfit Oh, nailed it. <laughs> Which was a great joke. And then that turned into we were like, yo, should we have should we do four outfits? And the plan was uh for us to have four different fits on the fourth of July. And then one of us would, would post pictures of it with uh the caption, can't have a fourth fit without a first, second, and third fit. And that was gonna be a really cool thing. And uh I don't think we took enough pictures. We forgot about it, but that, that we did wear a bunch of different outfits. Well, in the world. I mean, the execution of that would have been great uh, if yeah. you had followed through on it. But that definitely does seem like an idea, especially on the Fourth of July. Yeah, that sort of deteriorates as the day goes on. Right, because you're drinking. Yeah, at a pool Once, in the sun. The well, my plan was I was like, I'm going to wear one outfit uh, to show up there, and. Then I'll have a few beers in that, and then when we change to go to the pool, that'll be my, be putting on my second outfit. Basically, just like putting on a bathing suit with my second fit. I got, I found at Marshalls a, uh, it was a polo, but it was made. It's like a terry cloth polo. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. I'm not a polo guy at all, but this polo, oh, I know, it's like a depression polo. It was, <laughs> really? but, yeah, it was awesome. It's like this. Like comfy, big, flowy, sad polo, and wearing so that with a bathing polo. suit. It was. It was like the most dad look in the world. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, four different outfits. Yeah, that you didn't wear. For no, I, I wore two others after. Wait, did I? No, I only wore three. Mm. Yeah, Bummer. but that would wouldn't that can't have, been have a, a fourth fit with only three fits? Wouldn't that have been a dope ass caption though? Yeah, I but mean, yeah. now you have to wait fucking three hundred and sixty five days. You know why? Because it only comes once a year. Why does every holiday song mention that that holiday only comes <laughs> right. once a year? It's like, it's, it's like I would think so. <laughs> what is the what was the thing that we had like the birthday thing? Uh, no, the uh, the the singers who have to mention that once they were only eighteen. Oh yeah. yeah, it's like we fucking know how ages work. We know how holidays work too. Yeah. They only come once a year. Yeah, it's like. When I was in school, me and all my friends, we were ambitious. <laughs> like, I yeah probably uh, it rings a bell. That's how growing up works. You know, uh, you know what else only comes once a year? What Ray Romano having sex? That's true. That's true. <laughs> Bummer. What if Deborah and Ray are like a totally healthy couple sexually, and like they have sex kind of all the time? But he's just so horny that he's <laughs> like they're obviously not going to show the sex scenes yeah. and everybody loves Raymond. But just every whenever they're walking around the house, she's like. Ray, you golfed again today. And he's like, well, I didn't have sex today. And you're like, oh, I guess they don't have sex. But in, it's like, yeah, well, we had sex yesterday, like kind of a lot of times. And they're just this totally healthy couple sexually. And it's just that Ray's a fucking He perv. just expects sex every single day. And then when he doesn't get it one day, he's... Well, maybe they just have sex he so never... much that, that he's kind of got it ingrained in his brain that he gets it every day classical conditioning yes yeah Yeah. she's like she yells at him and he's like oh you know what happens after anything happens (laughs) is we have sex can't resist that that ray romano dick yeah deborah we saw the first purge uh we've got jeff lowe our pal on this episode jeff and i both were unaware jeff so i was unaware that uh the first purge was coming out today it snuck up on or this week it snuck up on me and uh, it also snuck up on Jeff. He was like, haha, oh my god, I can't believe this movie. That there was, there was a pretty wide spectrum of what this movie could be. It could range from fucking horrible to, huh. Surprisingly like, good. Surprisingly I, good. It I, fell at, at fucking horrible. Yeah. It's such a bad movie. It's really bad. It's, it's like, 
kind of you got to see it bad though. Uh, I I don't know if I put it in that category. Yeah. category. We'll save we'll save the talk f- with yeah. Jeff. But uh, this was definitely one of those movies that uh, made me do the uh, the home run thing where I cross where I like do like the sign of God and then kiss my fingers and point to the sky for movie pass. For movie pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> because holy shit, this movie fucking sucked. I that should be our thing. We should so when we do our gift shoot, we should have us walking out of a movie theater doing the point at God home run thing. Just like thank you, Sup, baby. Movie pass. For, do people call God baby? I, I don't think so. Someone does. I think that wouldn't that be disrespectful? Uh not really. I may uh I, I don't know if if the the listeners know this. I may uh call everyone everyone baby, baby and everyone uh doll. That well I mean you have to because yeah. if you only call one yeah, section be, of people there yeah. that then it becomes problematic. Um should we talk to Jeff Lower? No, let's hit on the movie pass thing. All right, let's do the movie pass thing. Uh, the story this week is that they they are looking for one point two billion dollars to to stay alive. Hey, John Malkovich. That was me dropping in the pay the man his money. Me <laughs> me. Because I want. Uh, I'm. All in for anything that keeps MoviePass in the conversation. Like, I I want them to be around because it's a great deal. I love using it. Love kissing the sky. Yeah. Thanking God. Uh, but also, I love the drama. Right. Ex- yeah. It's so, like being a basketball we, fan. I like watching basketball. But parody. I love all of the shit that goes <laughs> on with the NBA. Yeah. I love that, that in addition to using MoviePass, I follow MoviePass. Right. We don't, we don't necessarily... Like root for movie pass. We're yeah. root for movie pass to. I just want to uh, see a good exist. Game. I just want to see. It. I just, I just root for the storyline. Yes. <laughs> so I like to see. Like, hey, I just got out of this movie. Thanks, movie pass. Let me check my phone. Movie pass says fucking movie pass subtweeted whatever. <laughs> awesome. Double entertainment. Bless uh, you. Uh, yeah, we've. I've already discussed that. I, I'm open to the potential of. of Switching teams, yeah, for uh, sure. Going to uh, drama live, yeah, going to the AMC uh, A list, I believe it's called now. Mm. Um, also, I saw before my movie, I I went to the previews. They have an A list fucking thing on AMC uh, the previews now. Oh, really? Yeah, they're hyping that shit up. There, it's a, it's a, it's real now. It's real. Uh, and so, uh, Movie Pass needs one point two billion to survive. And apparently, I just fucking looked online. They might be getting it. Like the movie pass parent to raise one point two billion in bid to keep company growing. Why would someone why would you give money to someone who you know is the worst with money? <laughs> Not like, only like they're the worst. so bad with money and they're like, yo, can I borrow one point two billion dollars? <laughs> Someone is about to never see $1.2 billion again. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, not even they're not even bad at with money, which they are definitely bad with money, yeah. but they're also just bad with their company. Yeah. It is, there are so many red flags about MoviePass as a company. It just feels like there's a child running it. Yeah. They, com- they continually like try to find new things to stay uh, profitable. And then they have like these childish ass reactions on Twitter yeah. w- with the AMC thing. Like, it, they need to this sleep is a on it sometimes. Very Trump business organization going on. Yeah, that would if you found out that MoviePass uh, voted for Trump. Trump. Yeah, would <laughs> no, you? No, what if you? I could, I could. See oh, MoviePass MoviePass vote for Trump because they're dumb. I could see MoviePass being run by Trump, uh, like secretly. Yeah, that how how bad would that make you feel? That would. Well, I, I feel like in some way, somehow, you and I have done things in our lives that have supported has Donald given Trump. Donald Trump money. It's, it's like, like hard to avoid it. Right. Like, I'm sure that, like, if you've had Burger King, somehow Trump has something to do with Burger King or whatever. Um, it, I mean, you, we've, we uh, went to, or we at some point have maybe paid money, whether renting the movie, buying it, whatever. We saw Home Alone 2. Yeah. That made Trump money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, problematic on our part. Shit. Uh, Jeff Lowe, I think, has the A list thing. Uh, let's ask him about it. Mimi's. All right, we are joined by our pal Jeff Lowe from Lights, Camera, Buttstool. <laughs> Hello. That was good. Yeah. Wow. You ever get that? No, that was that was a first, so that's impressive. I pronounced the B of Barstool before I even made the decision to, to go in that direction. Isn't that cool? 
You can just that think is. on the fly like that, right off yeah, the dome. Joke on the fly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of pronouncing the B, uh, let's pronounce the A as in AMC A-list. You have that, right? I do have that now. Can you give us a yeah. little rundown on that? Because we're big MoviePass uh, followers as much as users. Um, so wait, what theaters do you go to? Do you go to an AMC? Yeah, I mean, we're AMC guys. How often do you go see a movie? You guys I mean you guys go to movies frequently? Yeah. Basically, every movie that comes out. Yeah. That, with that okay, so yes. how much are movies in your area? Like 12, 12, bucks. 12 bucks, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. so you got to switch because here's here's the deal. If you don't go to AMC, then like – I mean if you like split your movies, then movie pass still makes sense. But I we literally only go to AMC. And so it's it's twenty bucks. I sound like a fucking AMC show. It's twenty bucks. No, we're we're seriously is, a movie pass show now. All we do is talk about movie pass. The the big thing, the big difference is that like, okay, so I pay ninety nine nine ninety nine a month. I can go to a movie a day. That's great, right? Mm-hmm. But at least once a month, I'm paying, and this is the big difference. I'm paying to get, you know. This week, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Jurassic World. Like for opening night movies, I'm paying 16 bucks anyway because I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to risk movie pass showing up on like the night Avengers comes out that I'm going to get a seat that isn't me looking up from the front row. So I do that like once a month anyway. So I'm really paying factored in like 25 bucks. And then like I don't kill for IMAX, but I would like to see IMAX now and then. And so AMC, you get three a week. Uh, it's 20, $20.99 or whatever, nineteen ninety nine, And then uh, you can pick your seats in advance. Like I, That's a big selling pick, point. That's me. You can like get advanced tickets too. Yeah. So like the second, the next like big movie comes out advanced, you can use your AMC A-list to do that. You can do double features because you too, get, can't you? Oh, yeah. I mean you can do three and then you can do repeat if you want to go see something again. And what I figured out too is big is that you have your three slots for the week. But, like, say I fill up all three for this week, but then there's a movie coming out in, like, three months that I want an advanced ticket to. You have three extra slots. That's, like, an extra queue. So you can keep that movie. Like, that movie won't take up, like – that movie won't take – like, like say, you know, we're in next March and Avengers tickets come out. You know, when I get that ticket for May, it's not going to take up one of my slots every oh, week. It's going to be, like – in my queue. So, like, if you only go to AMC, there's honestly no point in still having moved past that is a, it's just like it's just that's a good pitch yeah it's that is pitch. a good pitch and as uh, someone who has both spotify and apple music <laughs> let me tell you what i'm gonna do uh, i'm just gonna get that in addition to movie pass because i need uh, p and i are in agreement that regardless of whether or not we're using movie pass we need movie pass to be kicking around and in the news or at least like trying oh. to make a comeback because if i don't if i can't get someone to send me a movie pass story every three to five days then it's like i might as well fuck myself also even if we're on amc a list and you know and movie pass is still around it keeps a list in check yeah like it doesn't allow them to bump up the price yes. and be like 50 bucks no which is the rumor that that may happen and you didn't even ask me if i canceled movie pass did Wait, you cancel you... movie pass no oh yeah right <laughs> for that reason no i mean so i may end up doing it but like for now like I mean, so like, I think for me, the most, if it gets past like 50 bucks a month, then it becomes not advantageous for me. Something like that. Like, Mm. like some, like it would take a lot of money for like the subscription for it to not be worth it for me, considering like the amount of movies we see and like you'd same thing for you guys. So, I I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to cancel it for now. If there's anybody in the world that it makes sense for them to have both movie pass and AMC a list, it is Jeff Lowe. Yeah. Yeah, like I haven't decided how many. I'm going to see this movie tomorrow. Hold on, what's the name of it? I keep forgetting the name. There's a movie that has a similar name that came out not too long ago. It's uh, Sorry to Bother You. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Which I, which apparently some people are saying is like the best movie of the year so yeah, far. Yeah, With, um, that's the guy been from Get Out. Yeah, it's uh, I forget uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that movie and been I have like crazy. Oh yeah, and it has. Um, Tessa Thompson's in it. Army Hammer, because Army Hammer's got to be in every Hammer's other movie. movie. Yeah, isn't yeah. Uh, isn't uh, Danny Glover in it? Yeah, he's in it. Terry Crews is in it. Yeah, and the voice is I think the voice is uh, uh, Homeboy, um, David Cross. Yeah, David Cross is one of the voices. Who, uh, yeah, he's who like the is, white people voice. Who's yeah. the kid that Army Hammer tries to fuck in that movie? Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. I don't know. I haven't does, seen it. Does you know? he fuck a child in that movie? Uh, fuck, I, I had a good movie. Oh, uh, you guys have awesome social media game. You guys, uh, make everything into, uh, mimes, as Stephen A. Smith yeah. would say. 
a good tweet for you guys to send would be if you could waste one point two billion dollars uh, to help any movie franchise, what would it be? Because people, because MoviePass just got one point two billion dollars to continue being bad at money. Well, they got a one point two billion dollar pledge. Oh, or so they, it's like, so it's like when people charades. It's right. It's, it's like when people PK say Subban. that PK Subban yeah. uh, donated ten million dollars. No, we fucking didn't. He did a great <laughs> thing. He did not donate ten million dollars. Why are we just lying about that? Crazy. Um, yeah. So uh, you saw the first purge, as did all of us. And let's get this out of the way before we jump into anything. The purge started. That franchise started as like. Here's a social science fiction movie. This is a makes-you-think kind of thriller. And it was it the best movie in the world? No. But it was a real-ass fucking movie with Ethan Hawke and I'm sure another person. And it was a fucking thing. It has devolved, as all these uh, horror franchises do, it's devolved to the point of its fourth movie is one of the worst movies ever. The first Purge, the prequel. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's one of the worst it, movies it, I ever. Th- it was one of my uh, – yeah, I guess it's not because, like, when I saw Secret Life of Pets, I wanted to kill myself <laughs> during the movie. But – and I, I didn't – I wasn't that upset during it, but I was like, man, I remember when The Purge was exciting and good. Yeah, I mean, this is going to make a lot of worst of 2018 lists, but it's not the one of the worst movies of all time. I'll agree. It's- it – um. Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna. It, it may not even make my worst of 2018 list. I mean, I have it pretty. You'll get the my. You'll get my first score for this movie. This is an exclusive score review on this show. Shit. Whoa. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of yelling going on in the apartment above me. It's very strange. Um, all right. Anyway, about to leak that score, boy. Purge, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I just looked this up. So the purge, the first one, it was uh, Lena Headey. She was the other actress yes. in it. Of no, everyone else is beyond irrelevant. Um, except for Ethan, Ethan Hawke, the purge on. So we obviously, if you listen to our show, you know, we fucking hate Rotten Tomatoes, but we do reference it because it's the we most mainstream tomatoes because of the yeah, it's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, the purge has th- the house. Uh, <laughs> the, that's another episode. The, uh, 38%. The purge has on Rotten Tomatoes anarchy, which I actually liked the second one better than the first has 56 election year, which is the one that came out two years ago yeah. has 53%. And this one has 52%. That many critics, like approved of the purge less than the other than these that's wild pre- that that's crazy it's to me. just a conditioned thing like at this point they're they're bound to accept the purge right whereas like the first one was uh you know they're coming in fresh and they can have uh more room to like hate it now yeah. they have to, they've I, resigned themselves to accepting that this is a thing i don't dislike that take by the way that uh you know the second one was better than the first one the issue that the Purge franchise has is that they did what Saw did. So Saw, its first movie is these two guys are in this trap and they're trying to figure out what is this, who's behind this, what's going on, and also if you don't figure this out and get out of there, you're going to die. So it's like a very, um, it's a very kind of fresh concept. And then the second one is a bunch of people are in a house of horrors. Cool. The third one is a bunch of people are in a house of horrors. Cool. Fourth one, fifth one, sixth one, seventh one, eighth one. So they make the second one a little different than the first one, and then every other movie's the same thing. That's what The Purge did. The Purge is a rich family is in a house that thinks that they have the best security. Turns out it's a sham. People can get in, and they do, and they kill a bunch of people. And it's a scary thing. There's someone around every corner. The Purge anarchy is everyone's on the streets. They don't want to be on the streets. Third one is everyone's on the streets and they don't want to be on the streets. And then this prequel is everyone's on the streets and they don't want to be on the streets. So by the time you've seen um, First Purge, you're like, yeah, they're trying to get off the streets. Oh, and it's revealed that the government is sending in military people to kill everyone. It's like, I, but by the time you see the First Purge, you've seen that movie three times now. It um this movie's kind of a bait and switch too. It's like false advertising, and I I thought I was going crazy on this until I watched one of my favorite reviewers on YouTube. He said literally the same thing as me, Chris Duckman. He's this is this is a prequel, quote unquote a prequel, but like it's is it really? It's just the fucking purge again. Yeah, like it's, it's just the yeah. purge. It at like no like the first thirty feels, minutes. Yeah, it at no point feels like 
uh, okay, this is how they're setting the entire thing up. It's like, we've seen all this shit before. Right, yeah, like, it's inconceivable that after this, that, like, what, four years later after this, Ethan Hawke and his family are in the house, you know? Yeah. It just came in kind of a weird order, which stinks because the premise of the movie is actually really cool. I wrote this down. Like, I, I, I wrote down what I would think the premise of the movie would be, how I would describe it to somebody, and it sounds really exciting. The government does a test where everyone on Staten Island is allowed to kill each other if they want. They don't, so the government sends in military to kill the citizens. A group of, a group of citizens that, that had vowed to not kill that night realize this, and they fight for their city. That sounds really fucking exciting, but it takes until there's 20 minutes left in the movie for them to get to that point. Instead, it's just like, they're going for laughs at points. There's a, you don't know who the main character is. There's a bad guy whose name is Skeletor for good reason. He looks like <laughs> yep. a fucking skeleton guy. The, uh, the junkie Wolverine. Yes. Yeah. Syringes well, in between his fucking fingers. Yes. Uh, this crazy drug murder guy. Was that, would that be how you would describe him? Yeah, he's like, like into drugs and murder. That was like a that that guy felt like a fucking comic book villain. Yes, and, and was so out of place in that movie. And he just goes around. So they they have the purge, and they're trying to figure out. So the, this is uh, the new founding fathers have just uh, risen to power, and this is their idea that they want to do. And they pay people to stay on Staten Island for the night, and everyone's like, "Okay, we just won't kill each other, and we'll have parties." The Skeletor guy goes to parties, goes to the party, dances with people while dressed like, as you said, junkie fucking Wolverine, and kills them. That was that was so ridiculous to me. Like that th- that character made me cringe because I feel like a, a whole draw of the purge is that like this is a real thing that could possibly and then, like, happen. Average Joes are going yeah, out and, it's, it's and like, killing people. What would people? you do in this situation? Right. And then they bring out this fucking character who is like an. Is like I said, he's like a fucking comic book supervillain. Yeah, with like who is like a junkie, and that made me just—I was like, "Are you kidding me?" My favorite thing about the movie is that uh, this is set in 2014, which is the past. Yes, and uh, they have technology that does not (laughs) exist in the present, which is now and way after the past. They have hologram contact lenses that you put in your eyes to make your face glow. I thought that was such a I forgot about that. That was, at first when he put them in, I was like, yo, this movie's gonna be dope. And then (laughs) after they were in for like two minutes, I was like, They served no functional purpose at all. Well, they told people that it was for for watching, yeah, for (laughs) recording it. But in reality, it's like, uh, where are the people that we told we'll give money to if they do this? Cool, let's kill them. And yeah. they track them. Um, yeah, but it, it, it stinks because... Uh, is is his name Elon Noel? I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Daniel from Insecure? I have no idea. I thought that, that like you could make a fucking sizzle reel out of his performance. Oh, he was, go- he was really good. Yeah, and I thought that the idea that um, like him and his crew, their ex-military who are currently uh, drug dealers. Mm-hmm. So they have the thing of like almost like the Liam Neeson taken thing where it's conceivable that you could have this person um, like walking around everyday life who is, if he wants to be, a fucking killing machine. That was cool for the purposes of a movie like this. But like I said, it took until... they This movie futzed around so long with like... Is it about uh, people trying to take down like it had a drug no idea dealer. what it was? Is it? It had no idea what it was, and that was my first Which reaction to the movie. I thought it was hilarious because they spent they they spent it feels like they spend a lot of time uh, on like different characters. Yeah, like there's uh, there's da- uh, the Daniel Dimitri character. Yeah, uh, the kid and his sister, uh, like the government Marissa Tomei's character. But yeah. they spend all this time w- with these different characters. And none of them felt like they had any depth except for fucking Daniel, uh, the drug dealer. And, the, yeah, like, I didn't know if Marissa... I didn't know, like, what Marissa Tomei's uh, motivation was. No. So she's the person <laughs> who comes up with the concept for the purge. <laughs> and she's there with, like, Whitey McNewfounding father uh, overseeing the whole thing. And eventually, and once she realizes, wait a second... Uh, they're not killing each other. This is good. Wow. Nice. And uh, then the New Founding Fathers, like I said, they have a bunch of military people who 
disguise themselves as citizens and purgers, maybe the worst people in the world at disguising themselves as not military. Because <laughs> when they go to anything or enter anything, they're, all they're like so Humvees. organized. They're flanking people. Like, if you and I went out and they were like, hey, hey, just act just act cool, act discreet. We wouldn't fucking flank people. No, they literally rolled up in military Humvees. Yes, that's it, right. <laughs> it's it's a two things. One with that, it, it's the le- it's a, such a fucking fake woke movie. Oh, like, that it, was, it, yeah. it's yeah. It thinks it's so fucking woke and like like whatever. Like if you want to make a political movie, like fine. Like there there are some things on race and politics that 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 work to an extent in movies, but it has to be done. In a way that is not so in your fucking face, yeah, like exactly. and ironically, it's Blumhouse. Get out, get out was perfect, right? But yeah. like, like it did, it, it achieved everything it wanted to do, and it wasn't like obnoxious. This is so, hey, it's so fucking politics, that's shit. right? That's yeah. honestly, it seemed like they made, they were making this movie, and they shot everything in order, and with twenty minutes left, they realized because like there was, when you get to the point where you're like. Man, they're taking their city back. Like they're standing up. By no means has has this been like a building type of thing. It's just, oh shit, these guys are doing this. Okay, let's get them. And then it ends with, all right, now like we're gonna carry on. And they play. They literally they play all right. Yeah. At the I, end of the Kendrick movie, Kendrick Lamar deserves so much better than which this is like. Movie. I was like, oh my god, you've got to be fucking kidding me! Like you you decide in the last fifteen to twenty minutes of a movie. That you're now going to attempt, attempt to be like a bootleg Get Out, where, as you said, Get Out is like the most carefully crafted, yeah. brilliant thing. Like, and so this subtle, just this so reminded me. This reminded me of uh, who got shit? Oh, Emma Stone at the uh, at the Oscars when she was introducing the uh, oh, the yeah. best director yeah. nominees and she just like slapped on you're like all male oh and like here are the fucking men that were nominated for this and she got lit up because they were like oh sorry a fucking black guy can't win this a fucking latino guy can't win this get the fuck it was, out of I think here. it was natalie portman by the way what's oh was it let's not let's not slander any la la land people here <laughs> oh, Jeez. I'm, 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 no yeah but regardless i you're completely right it's like there, there is, there's nothing subtle about this movie. It's so obvious what they're doing. They did the same thing with that fucking election but year one, but this one's just more egregious. This one's more egregious thing. because it's such a bigger failure. But, the, yeah. but I feel like most people that like and watch The Purge are going like there. It's, it's a. I feel like I'm not offending anybody here. Yeah. It's like a. It's not a very smart audience. No, no. fucking like the purge. It's so one of the watch, dumbest things I they're do. Gonna, they're going to watch this movie and they're going to see it and they're going to recognize that it has some sort of social commentary and it is trying to be woke and they're going to feel smart watching it. They're going to be like, "Yo, you should watch the first purge. It's 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 really good. It's got it's a like, lot of action yeah. and it's it's pretty fucking woke, man." Yeah, and, it, and that is the worst part about it. And it, it's like it's so <laughs> annoying because the movie attempts social commentary, but like everything's a cliche. It's so fucking shallow. And it is just, it's so dumb. And, it is so dumb. And you know what movie uh, gives a better social commentary? The Purge. Purge Anarchy. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Purge election yeah. year. Because it's like, you've got the rich upper middle, like you've got the upper middle class people safe and sound. And you've got lower class people out there literally being taken out for the purposes of population control. What is more of a social commentary for the idea of if one night everyone's allowed to kill everyone, what's more of a social commentary than would the government just take out all the poor people? And that's what they've done for the first three movies. And I don't know, it it just felt, it felt very much like it was more concerned with coming off as woke than by actually like like, submitting like a a thought evoking message right even the uh even the government dispatched gangs in that movie uh one was dressed as the kkk uh the other the other one was dressed as the police oh that's right and a third one would had a lot of nazi imagery oh shit yeah that's so that's that's a massive oversight on my part because 
they in like the purge movies they just they go out and most of them like dress like fucking monsters yeah they dress like the scariest things and in the world certain, there was some of that in this but like uh this one like the the government dispatched ones were dressed like a lot of sort of uh oppressive groups now and there was a lot of uh and again this takes place in 2014 so before trump this this was back in this was back in much better times uh and they make there are a lot of trump references yes there's uh uh, you pussy grabbing or you pussy grabbing motherfucker and uh also the new founding fathers guy when Marissa Tomei's like, wait a second, you're using this to just fucking kill off uh, poor people? And the guy, the guy goes, listen, I inherited a mess, which is the Trump line. So there was a lot of, uh, and it's I just, don't mind that, uh, like, like purge election year was, was used to so mock Trump. Trump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the tagline was keep America keep great. Keep America great, yeah, which Trump later on fucking adopted. Used. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, by no means am I do I have a problem with using these movies to mock Trump, using these movies to mock fear mongers, but it doesn't make sense if it takes place in 2014, right? Before like all the bad no. people uh, came into came into power, yeah. It uh, it's it was it's not a good movie. I'll probably see it two to three more times. Like I've seen, <laughs> I've probably seen The Purge three times. I've probably seen The Purge Anarchy like 10 times because we had to just do and show prep when we had uh, QB1 on. When yeah. we had uh, when we had uh, Homeboy, what's his name? Uh, Matt Saracen's character, or Matt Saracen actor. What is his name? Mm. That's, I feel like he's like a household name for us. What's his name? Matt Saracen. Uh, he's married to uh, Kylie Sanchez. I know his wife's name. Zach Guilford. Okay. When we had, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, when we had Zach Guilford on, uh, it was shortly after the Purge Anarchy had come out, and it was to talk about Friday Night Lights. And I feel like the first ten minutes were like, "Yo, Purge Anarchy, sneaky good, huh, bro?" <laughs> uh, were there any parts in this movie that you like legitimately laughed out loud at? Uh, yes the uh, the first the first killing. Really? Yeah. So the first so this movie again. Goes for laughs at points, which oh yeah, there are never laughs in the first three. It's more like again, like the constant "what would you do?" Yeah. Like you just trying to make you feel uncomfortable. Uh, the so they open up the purge, and a guy runs out to an ATM that's in the middle of the street and is screaming about how he's going to get his uh, he surcharges about, back. Yes, he wanted. He was mad about getting uh, charged by an ATM fee. Yeah, yeah, he wanted his 250 back. And he, and he brought a crowbar and just was, like, smashing the side of an ATM, hoping that it would just <laughs> open and dispense money. Here's what he didn't... Uh, here, here's the thing. He, uh, he was counting on Skeletor being somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> because Skeletor was right at that ATM waiting for him. And carved him up. And then, when it happened, uh, they released the video to the news to show yeah, to everybody. Yeah, what the fuck? Because the they news, were trying to encourage And the news killing. was just like, yeah, let's show this to everybody. And, they're, and they say, they're like, just a heads up, uh, some of this video may be graphic. It's, like, it's a video of a guy murdering another guy. <laughs> it's Dude. a fucking murder. Yeah, like, it's literally <laughs> a guy killing a guy without guns so you can use your imagination and he's not he, a guy who does not know karate killing and does not have a gun killing somebody it's gonna be gross uh jeff did you laugh aloud at any points in this movie i think i was just too pissed off at it <laughs> i mean there's some things that like yeah, i internally chuckled at, but like i, I i'm just uh, I, I have an expectation now for these for some stupid fucking reason now i don't anymore i'm i'm, I'm done i'm declaring it over but every time one of these things comes out i'm like you know what maybe they're gonna get it right this time because this is a good idea like yes. like the concept is good and like i think my ideal purge movie like the first the first has some issues like i don't love the like the group of kids that tries to go up and and get them because like i don't know there's there's nothing that you can relate to like the thing is is they need to make this thing relatable and like the rich aspect of that of the first one like okay that's relatable like you understand rich people people who maybe feel entitled but then like it was just like this these weird like fucking hipsters like 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 a really like like arcade fire from yeah, hell like yeah, that's yeah. basically what it was. like they were 
and like I didn't they're like we want to kill this pig and like that's what they kept calling that guy that they let into the house and I'm like but like what why and then like the stupid son lets him through like they were just like that part kind of broke down because I like the angle with the neighbors like the neighbors that wanted to kill them like that yeah. that was intriguing so if I were to combine I think maybe like the second one or the first one like maybe like maybe it's like a safe rich family maybe they're a little entitled they're a little like they lack some self-awareness and their car breaks down going home or something like they have like car failure or something and then they struggle to get back and like that becomes horrifying it's like a mix of that would have been great but now like this is just so far you, gone you can like, it, it's not a prequel. yeah you combine all four purge movies you might get a good movie you might get a sizzle <laughs> you reel might get, you might get, but like I, i'm just i like I, I tell myself this every time like maybe this is the one maybe this is yeah. the one i'm like the prequel concept was cool but like a prequel for me typically like like you know, like when a prequel ends, it's you're typically like, well, that was a that was a setup for something else. Like that shitty Fantastic Four, they're like, what do we call ourselves? And he's like, something, something. He goes, fantastic. And then like it cuts to black. You're like, oh, I get it. They're about to be the Fantastic Four. Or like, like this one, I expected them at the end to be like, what do we call it? The Purge. And then it just goes to black. But no, like the prequel part happened in the first like 20 minutes, and then it was just a Purge movie. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. here's here's what I can give them, and maybe this was accidental. This actually might be uh, a message. Yeah, this is an accidental message that they sent, which is actually smart. That the movie ends with uh, people in a like lower middle class to lower class area having survived this thing, and then it sets up these movies where, all right, now like th- now this franchise forgets these people, and it's about. The middle class family. Meanwhile, this is what all these people had to go through to set this up. But I don't even think that they meant that message. Yeah, no. And I, I think it's funny that you say this is over now. Uh, when did you stay past the credits uh, on this one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And they oh, what yeah. a rookie Fuck. move! I didn't. They fucking set up the goddamn TV series, the mini series coming on USA Network. Uh, Ten episodes, The Purge TV show. You ready? Maybe this will be the last thing they do. Maybe this is it. I fucking hope so. <laughs> because these movies are... Uh, I'm assuming that the TV show is going to be an hour each episode. Uh, and these movies are like an hour and a half. Yeah. So you're literally going to have ten fucking Purge movies back to back. You know that th- th- this is just going to be Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. This is going to be Fear the Walking Purge. Um, uh, one of the parts that I laughed at at this movie was... Uh, actually, the entire fucking last scene with Daniel uh, or Dimitri going through the apartment building. But the conclusion of it, when he throws a fucking grenade in a goddamn uh, in a goddamn apartment, and it sets the entire there's a fireball that goes through the entire apartment, and yet somehow oh nothing gets set on fire. And they survive it because they're hiding under, under a the most flammable fucking thing in the apartment. How does that work out? They should have thrown some fucking curtains on top of the uh, on top of the mattress. Yeah, so made it a little bit more flammable. So Dimitri, who again is uh, ex-military uh, drug dealer, so he he's very well equipped just from a uh, skill and uh, resources um, standpoint to take on this. Uh, these um, like privately contracted militaries that are coming in to to kill all these people in this apartment, and he wants to make sure that he protects his friends. It's his ex girlfriend and her little brother and their friends, and they're on the fourteenth floor. So he goes in and he schemes. He comes up with his plan for how he's going to do it, and he knows that he has the amount of time it takes. For them to go through 13, 13 floors, floors and kill everybody else while he thinks of how to protect this, <laughs> the, his friends. And he's on to one point, 13 floors right, of people. Yeah, on one hand, you're like, oh, cool. So what's he going to figure out how, what, uh, how to do? Or what, or what he's going to do? And as he's doing it, you can hear in the background, like, people oh, they just slaughtered. killed another 10 people, <laughs> 20. Like, I don't know. And, I know. I know that he had to do this by himself because all of his friends got killed. But and pick up big, the pace, Daniel. His big solution was to cut the lights. 
Yeah. Which is ingenious stuff. That but, actually was a kind of cool scene. I don't know if it made sense, but that was a cool scene. I don't scene. think it made sense, but uh, I, I did find that funny that he like sacrificed 13 floors uh, of people to to save one one apartment uh, one apartment room, and then he walks out of the apartment building, and everybody in the city is standing there being like, "You're my fucking hero." Right, like, that wasn't yeah, on TV. Job. Like, how the fuck do people know yeah, about like, that? I, first of all, that guy spent all night uh, ignoring the purge, and then until like the last twenty minutes, was like, "All right, I'm going to do something about it now." Barely saved anybody. Saved like one family, yeah. and uh, and then he walks out of the apartment building, and somehow everybody fucking knows that he's a hero. Yeah, <laughs> wild. That wild. is a rid- yeah, and it, yeah, like I said, it stinks because just as even talking about like this guy who wasn't going to purge ended up being the hero, yeah. um, which it's yeah, um, it was just it was a it's a good idea, and there are some good messages that I think they could have sent and meant to send, but it was just it was just a very poorly done movie. Yeah, like I sure. said, you that guy. He should have his agent make sure that they get a sizzle reel out of it because <laughs> there are some like he looks like a fucking action stud in yeah. that movie. And I mean, if you watch Insecure, you know who we're talking about. He doesn't need much to to look. He looked massive. Good, if you know movie. what I'm saying. Yeah, he, Quite easy on the eyes. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, what's your score? So my score. Well, here I'll read you my scores for the the first first four, three first three. Yeah. All right. So the first one was a fifty one. The second one, Anarchy, I gave a 59. Uh, one point lower than Power Rangers. Um, mm. Just need, needed to throw it. Oh, I only said that because it's on my spreadsheet. So, um, yeah, The Purge, 51. Anarchy, 59. And then Election Year, I gave a 48. Okay. Um, so that's, which is one point lower than Pitch Perfect 3. I still haven't a, seen a real, that. I see that. A, 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 real, a real classic. It's just two races for me. And I think I just like, can't get back into it. It's yeah, okay. Don, slight, slight pitch perfect two thing. Like the the weird, the weirdest move the pitch perfect like u- cinematic universe made was the first one was like it, it was. I, I hate saying pro women. That sounds like I'm like anti men, but like it was. It definitely had like like an undertone of like you know. Like, it, like was, it was like girl yeah, power. girl power, yeah. power. Yeah, it was girl power. And then the second one was so it was so like slanderous of women. Yes, you know it was it like. Was, like Used him as object. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like it was such a weird heel turn. It was, uh, it was offensive to basically everyone involved. <laughs> it made Europeans look like, like the fucking bad guys. It, yeah, it was quite slanderous to women. It was racist. It was. I, <laughs> I was watching it. I was like, I, and I was in an acapella group, so I was hesitant to see the first Pitch Perfect because I was like, like I never got into Glee or any shit like that because the idea of like. Oh, you're in a musical thing? I bet you guys all jump around and you sing and blah, blah. And it's like, well, yeah, we fucking do, but not like that, okay? And, uh, like, you're, you're getting it. You're, you're slightly inaccurate. And then I watched Pitch Perfect, and I was like, yeah, no, that's exactly what we fucking do. Like, that, that was – Pitch Perfect was the most surprisingly <laughs> accurate portrayal of acapella life and acapella culture. And I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. And then I saw the second one. And I was like, what are you fucking doing? Yeah. Yeah. What was the it's like I'm like, I'm not offended by the second one, but also at the same time, it's like I like it doesn't it doesn't offend me, but like it's definitely things I could see people being like, that's kind of offensive, which is not what the first one was. All right. Any yeah. anyway, I, again, that, that still baffles me that that's how that, that franchise went. Uh third one, not great. So the the score for uh purge the first one, is that the title? The purge the first one? <laughs> yeah. Um I gave it a 28, which is significantly That's lower a, than the other ones. Yeah, it's it's not good. And actually, a bunch of reviewers pointed this out as well. Like I was watching some stuff. I like I like watching other reviewers to make sure I'm not an idiot. Like that always like helps me. Like oh okay, I like I I, I kind of have somewhat of like a okay take. People pointed this out too, and I, and I thought I maybe noticed it, but I was like ah you know maybe just. Like Blumhouse does this, and like because I mean Blumhouse spends no money on their movies. Which They're is like the- wild because they pretty much have every fucking horror movie in the world now. Yeah, like I went to see this movie, and I, I went for the previews, and literally like every preview was for a Blumhouse movie. I don't think they've I don't think they've bombed on any movie. I think they've turned a profit on everything and a, a significant. I mean, they've really? already all made Truth or Dare. They, uh, let's let's look at Truth, Truth? or Dare. But uh, yeah. the, this this one. 
Hold on, let's but see. The, the, the Purge... Make much money to, to make. That's true. They just oh, yeah. a, so, a guy to, to make the faces, and that's yeah. it. First Purge. First Purge costs $13 million to make. It's already made 9.3. And that's not even updated through last night. And it's only Jesus. Friday. Yeah, it's Friday when it came out on Wednesday. Wow. So by the end of the weekend... Let's see, the, yeah. hold on. We got to look at... Uh, we got to look at... Um, truth or dare truth or dare truth or dare cost 3.5 million to make it made 92.5 million oh, <laughs> oh, shit. truth or dare was a fucking coup oh man wow do you, uh, like we I mean, get 3.5 million what did they give like each fucking actor a goddamn like starbucks gift card and then give uh, like a like fifty thousand dollars to the guy who makes the faces the most expensive thing they had in that movie was that like the pen the guy uses to kill himself that was like a kind of expensive pen and that's it have um have you guys deep dove into blumhouse at all no like so Blum, I mean, blumhouse's thing is that they make very cheap movies and they make a profit on everything i'm not sure so there, so there isn't a movie on their Rotten Tomato on their uh, Wikipedia page that where they don't turn a profit. The cheapest one that they have listed because there's some they don't have any like box office listed. The cheapest one they have listed is Paranormal Activity. It was ta- cost fifteen thousand dollars to make. They made two hundred million, um, wow. which is obviously insane. insane. But so this, I mean, this is I've actually never seen this, and we talk about Blumhouse all the time. This is hilarious. The second most mo- amount of money they've spent on a movie since. 2008 or 2009, I think 2006 was their first movie, was the first Purge. $13 million. That is the most money they've spent since then. However, the most money they've spent overall was the Tooth Fairy with The Rock. (laughs) That's 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 Blumhouse? Yes, that's amazing. Wow. They have a couple movies that you'll be like, wait, that's a Blumhouse? There's a few in here that'll surprise you. I'm trying to find the other ones, but that's one of them. They have like two more that Oh, Whiplash. Whiplash is a Blumhouse movie. Is it? Wow. Yeah. I'm so I'm, I, I I didn't know this. I'm kind of a Blumhouse guy. Yeah, I, they made Happy Death Day and Whiplash. Those are my two favorite movies. And get out. Well, this this yeah. studio makes so much fucking money. Like uh, Insidious the Last Key. Actually, that's the the third highest amount they've made, paid and that was this year as well. 10 million 167 uh gross. Election year 1018 gross. Insidious Chapter 3 1013. Split 9 million budget 278 million gross. I mean, they're making so much money and like the funny thing is it's like every other movie they come out with is good like it's it's shit and then it's good so like uh truth or dare terrible upgrade pretty fucking good then they have the first purge terrible so like one (laughs) yeah it it just alternates i mean get out last year that i'm sure they had another bad one last year they're like they're like riley smith (laughs) (laughs) i do like uh I do like the fact that that like the Tooth Fairy is in there because I like to imagine that it, it started as like a concept for a horror movie <laughs> involving the Tooth Fairy and they couldn't quite get there. So at some point they were just like, Let's you know what? Rock. Let's just get the Rock and they, make him like a football player who turns into the Tooth Fairy. And they're like, all right, let's do it. Um, the only, not not the only. There are like issues I've had with every Purge movie. So you mentioned the first one and the kids. Um, or the like the bad guys, the Arcade Fire crew, which is a very accurate uh, description of them. But when they're outside and they're looking in the video saying, like, let us in or we're going to do some shit, uh, the kid's like, hey, let us in or we're going to come in and kill everybody. You guys have however many minutes. And then, like, one of his friends runs up and he's like, yeah, let us in, motherfucker. And he just... And his friend just kills him <laughs> just for no reason. He's like that. I just do shit like that during the purge. I'm like, well, that guy's dead now, you asshole. I do that a lot, though, with movies. When when someone dies, I think about that person and how they're dead for like the rest of the movie. Like when in, in Breaking Bad, whenever like Mike Ermintrout is going through it, like, like, you know, when he's going to save uh, Chang. Yeah, and but like, he has to kill like five people. Each person he kills, I'm like, oh yeah. But Breaking Bad is is a show in which like not a lot of people die. Yeah, surprisingly, like it is a slow burn. Yeah, if you're gonna think about all the people that die in a Purge movie, I'm gonna, you're not gonna be getting much sleep. You're gonna be very preoccupied. Yeah. Uh, also, in the in election year, uh, the girls, the little girls who want to go into the shop, she's like, uh, what the ringleader of the little girls? They're like. I don't know, 12 years old, they're, they're brats. They're like that age. And she says, 
She's like, all right, like, old man, we're going to come in there and kill you. We already killed our parents, and now we're going to come in and kill you. And I was like, oh, right. Every fucking fussy, bratty kid during the purge would fucking kill their parents. That's the most, for a million reasons, that's why the purge wouldn't work. But, like, are there a million reasons why the purge wouldn't work? But that's one. You're like, oh, man, every year, every parent would die. Yeah, the next next purge would be, like, a... Uh, it would be interesting if they focused on like kids, yeah, like little kids fucking revolting and just being the absolute Season four worst, like of middle the school wire kids. purge. Yes, uh, I'm. I don't have any confidence that they'd execute it well, but it'd be a good idea, just like this one. Yeah, which the, they didn't do much with. Yeah, the purge is not in a great place. Hey, uh, here's another one for uh, your social media, Jeff. Uh, if um, if you could combine. The plots of any two Blumhouse films, what would they be? Mine would be uh, Whiplash and The Purge. Add 12 hours <laughs> where those kids can fucking go back against that asshole. Imagine that. <laughs> Just kill him. Yeah. I mean, for me, it'd be probably be Whiplash and anything. Mm. Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day. I like mixing The Purge in with like things that definitely have no place <laughs> with The Purge being involved. Well, I, uh, I I used to watch – so um, it is weird. Like one of my cousins watches The Purge uh, movies and one of my sisters watches The Purge movies. So like the only people that I have to talk about The Purge with is family members, which is fucking weird. Like none of my friends watch that shit. And we often discuss like what would you do during The Purge and all of my shit would be – like I would just try to – I would just find a way to try to get rich. Now I wouldn't exactly go the ATM route, but I would do. I would like. Um, I would learn up on coding and shit like that, and I would just like steal someone's identity and be like, "Sorry, motherfucker, purge." I was. Uh, what do they say? I was releasing the beast. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to release the beast on you, bro. I got. I got seventy thousand dollars from you. I'm rich. I was. This is my right given to me, granted to me by the new founding fathers of America. I mean, I, can we talk about how underrated the stealing angle is on this shit? Yes. Like, like, like why is it always murder? Like, like, there's so many useful. I would just steal. I mean, right. no, I, I wouldn't because I'd be, I'd be dead. I would be on the street and I'd be killed. But like, I would be like, all right, I, I would maybe have a speech the day before. Be like, everybody, like, chill the fuck out. Like, let's not murder for one year. We can steal anything. And not get in trouble. Like, like he, what was that? Ah, it's like an old, old Nickelodeon show. I don't know. Like where they gave the kids the Toys R Us like shopping spree, oh, yeah. and they just ran around. They just yes. shoved yes. everything in the. Like that's what I'm thinking here. Like I, I got a Best Buy nearby in an Apple store. I'm breaking in. I'm get. I'm fucking take. Actually, Apple store. I don't know because I think in the Apple stores they go to like a weird dungeon where they take everything out. Like the back yeah. of the Apple store is a mystery to me. But like Best Buy, I'm fucking. And just rip shit off the shelves. I don't know what people are killing for. Yeah, and so many better things they could be doing. Especially I in the first purge, <laughs> especially in the first purge on Staten Island, in like such a low income, uh, such a low income area. Like they make a big deal about the fact that like they're living in shitty apartments. They're trying to get out, and yet none of these people are doing anything about it when there are no laws. Yeah, like what if you if you steal uh, a if you like have the deed to a car that's like. Your car, I think. I've been told that, right? Is that a thing? I watched Fast and Furious, and they race for pink slips. So I think if you, just get, if you just get the pink slip, it's your car. So this is your it's problem. True. You're watching fucking stupid dead Paul Walker movies. I learned that <laughs> in I learned that in uh, Greece. Oh. Doesn't uh, oh. who's the guy? Not not Kanicki, uh, the bad guy with the other crew yeah, is like race we're for, racing for pinks. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So uh, Greece is the original Fast and the Furious, except <laughs> no one in that movie died. <laughs> well, John Travolta is quite on his way. Uh, also, a million people from yeah, Greece oh, had to oh, have died. Oh, yeah. Frankie Valley is Frankie Valley alive? Frankie Underrated Valley. song. I've talked about this Didn't... on this podcast. Uh, the the theme to Greece, like Greece is the word that you heard, is such a fucking unbelievable song. That's I've actually I've been playlisting a lot of late. And I have a playlist I'm working on called Summer Heat. And I think I'm going to put that Grease song on there. Go for it, man. Nah, Frankie Valley's alive. He's 84. He lives in Newark. So he's, he's alive. Are you really alive? Paul Walker's not York, even alive. Newark. Newark. Are you really alive? 
really no, you might. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, no, he's 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 still alive apparently. I wonder who's dead from Greece. I mean, there's got to be some dead people from Greece. <laughs> it's time to play. Who's dead from Greece? The country. Yeah, a lot of people, lot of people. Uh, over time. Um. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Wait. I I pulled this up. Got to rattle this off. Mm-hmm. Upcoming Blum. This is this is this wraps up my Blumhouse speech. <laughs> Upcoming movies. Unfriended Dark Web. Oh, I did that comes see out. that. During yeah, the trailer. That, yeah. That, that looks right up. fucked. That that uh that. I, I hate that so much because I know that it's going to be probably shitty and it oh, it's is a it's, it's yeah it's a sequel it's an idea that's already been done but if that trailer didn't fucking wrap me in yeah. the goddamn dark web and, and that shit I, I'm in on that between that one and what's the one I don't know if I brought it up on this podcast I definitely brought it up to you um, where it's going off the grid or whatever yeah where like the girl is uh, where the guy's chatting video chatting with his daughter who's away at college yeah, 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 yeah. and he realizes like she's she hasn't been there forever or yeah. something like that you know what i'm talking about it's not harold it's or it's it is it's harold from harold and kumar shit um i don't know it's go on what's uh what's yeah. next in blumhouse uh the next one is wait no hold on wait so that my means... internet being a real friend today so that means that unfriended uh the next unfriended is gonna be good no, so here's no, so so this is my theory. Okay, here it is. Okay, it's back. My theory is that this sounds like two bad ones in a row. But guess what? They're gonna make up for that because right after that is Black Klansman, the Spike Lee joint, which is apparently supposed to be incredible. Mm-hmm. And then after that is Halloween in the fall, which is very oh. anticipated. And if they don't make up for two bad ones in a row, they got Glass in January, the sequel to Split with Pete Wayne Unbreakable, which people are going nuts over. And then the Jordan Peele movie, Us, comes out in March. So they may just be pumping out some good one, a couple good ones in a row to make up for these bad movies. I'm glad that you brought up uh, Halloween because as a kid, those were the only horror movies I watched every time. Because, I don't know, like the first like five were out and then they came out with H2O and shit like that. Um Halloween needs to stop calling every one of its movies Halloween. That shit's confusing. There's like five different What's Halloween movies called? that are called Halloween. Is this oh, it's called Halloween. This one's called Which, Halloween. The funny, really? So you got to. Which do the funny like, thing is, like, the Halloween timeline is like super. I wish I had the graphic. There's, so like, this, this is a reboot. Yeah, this one basically a, like erases the last three, right or four. It erases every single Halloween movie except for the first one, I believe. Oh, okay. really? That's yeah. interesting. Which, so it's which, technically so Halloween it's, is a sequel to the original movie Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Wait, that's, that's, that's confusing. That's yeah. so fucking confusing. Uh, by the way, the name of the movie with John Cho is Searching, and it looks quite scary. Okay. After I, his sixteen-year-old daughter goes missing, a desperate father breaks into her laptop to look for clues to find her. Technology's not your friend, folks. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that's hilarious. That the Halloween is the sequel to Halloween. It's. The worst. Uh, this has been the best, though, Jeff. This has been you. Uh, you bring a little, a little je ne sais quoi to our conversation. You uh, bring information, yes. which we often we're not Go without. Yeah, we do that in our like work lives and shit like that. We come here to just kind of guess, and you uh, you provide well, you some answers. Podcasting is his work life now, so uh, that is that is true. On that, you know why? Thank you, because you're on. Fucking lights, camera, butt stool, butt stool. Got it. That was good. Wait, was this one on the fly like the first one? No, that was a, the, after that. Ah. The first one, I was like, "Ooh, we give me that next down. chance." Yeah, Pete and I looked at each other. We did like some like baseball signals, it was flickering. We're like, I'm gonna do flickering that one in the eyes. All right. Uh, thanks, pal. Hey. Uh, oh, all right. Thank well, you. What's your next movie you're seeing? What's What's the next one? Uh. Oh, I'm going to see Mamma Mia 1 ten times until Mamma Mia 2 comes out Bart, in a couple weeks. What is, what is, uh, there's nothing Oh, I, I want to see weekend, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, really? Yeah, because I saw the first one, and Evangeline Lilly is, I, I don't often do this. I don't do Wait, that. did you see Infinity War? No. I did. Is she in that? Oh, Jesus. No, she's not, but I mean, like, what do you see in Marvel movies for without seeing Infinity War? Oh, I, I know so little about Marvel and comic book things that I uh, I thought it was pronounced Marvel, like the ice cream ice cake. Cream cake. 
Yeah, I don't know anything about that. I don't like Star Wars. I, I was so far behind that I just gave up on trying to keep up with, with Marvel movies. But then I watched a bunch of them because of Infinity War. And then I watched Infinity War. So now I think I'm back on the fucking train. Which it's I good. Think. Ant-Man's good. I saw Ant-Man last week. It's a good movie. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's very it's self-contained. So you don't need to. It doesn't matter. Like, if you've seen the first Ant-Man, you're in good shape. Ant-Man one had have you seen it pete no it has one of the great laughs in any comic book movie i've seen where they're um because they're they make themselves miniature and they're fighting and it's this big dramatic thing and then it cuts to what what's actually going on and what is it it's like you know what i'm talking about they're near they're, like on, a, the they're train on a train set, set. yeah right yeah, they're and on it a looks, tank engine train set yes oh, and God. it looks like this high speed crazy fucking thing and then like they zoom out and it's like a kid's room and it's barely <laughs> fucking moving and it's so intense and i don't know you're just caught so off guard by how hard you're immediately laughing it's a it's a good fucking movie i'm going to go see that i'm excited thanks pal for talking with us we'll do it again soon oh thank you give uh give give ken jack uh he just my- watched paddington too like he? 5 minutes ago really? just finished Ooh. yeah what did he say He's- that it was delightful. Yes. It is a very good movie. How the fuck did it take you so long to watch Paddington 2? That's weird. You Paddington guys watch 2. every movie and yeah. you haven't watched Pete's favorite movie. I know. I, I don't know. It's, it's a great movie. Special. It's really yeah. good. It's give, a top 10 of the year. Hands down. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Give, uh, yeah, give Ken Jack close to my best and give Trill oh, my, my very, best. very best. I love <laughs> Trill. Trill's the fucking coolest. What a cool guy.